Thank you for joining us for After the Message. To learn more about Celebration Church here in Orlando, you can follow us on social media under the handle at CelebrationORL or visit our website at CelebrationORL.org. I usually ask like how people are doing, but I think I know how you're doing. I don't know. How are you? We live together, so I'm pretty sure I know how you're doing, but how are you doing? I'm good. For everybody else. I'm good. Um, yeah, just trying to figure out crazy life right now. It's just a weird time. Yeah. Yeah, not a bad, I mean, it can be bad, but it's it's just a different time. Yeah. It is strange. I mean, yeah, that's the only way I know how to describe it. Strange is a good word. Odd. Odd. Uncomfortable. Oh, that's a good one, too. Yeah. All around uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's just, there's so much to pay attention to, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And there's so much to try and keep up on that it can get a little taxing and overwhelming. Yeah. I think so much change is like exhausting. What do you mean? Just, I think it's mentally exhausting. So much change, like change as in, Things are always changing. Like the things we're experiencing right now, there's a lot of change mm-hmm. of, um, you know, oh, we're opening back up and, oh, all this stuff is happening. Oh, do we need to close back down? Like, yeah. you know, and it's, I think it's just mentally exhausting for people. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, yeah. And the th- probably the difficult thing is, I think change, I think people like change overall, mm-hmm. but too much change and the process of change, I think we don't enjoy. Yeah. I mean, this may be an unpopular opinion, but I think change is really good um, for just for growth and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But it is extremely uncomfortable. Um, and I think this is an interesting time, too, because everyone is kind of in the same, is experiencing the same thing mm-hmm. um, as far as like, you know, COVID and um, maybe staying at home or working from home, but people are experiencing it in different ways, I guess. Um, but we're all going through a change all together, which is kind of interesting to me. Usually people go through changes kind of on their own. Like they, they have their own experiences or seasons they're walking through, difficulties they're walking through. We're like collectively all walking through this weird season together. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. It kind of actually brings us to what what Pastor Tim said at the beginning of the message was, the season is not your decision, but it's your discovery. Yes, that was probably my, he said a lot of great stuff, but that was probably the, the thing that stood out to me the most was my favorite quote. Like, I'll write that down, put it on a poster. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, what I'm trying to do right now, the biggest thing is, this is an uncomfortable, difficult, mentally exhausting season. Um, but what there's got to be something that I can learn from right. this season. So I'm really trying to take it day at a time, one day at a time, and t- and think, okay, what am I learning today? Because right. if I look at it as okay, we've been in this 
uncertainty uncomfortable season for like i don't know it's been like four months has it been longer yeah i don't even know i try not to think about it march 13th i think is the day that sticks in my mind yeah and we're in july yeah so it's overwhelming when you think of how long you've been in this season and you know then you start thinking about oh my gosh like how much longer will we be be in this season it's really overwhelming um so i try to take a day at a time what am i learning today um that could you know influence my life or impact me in a positive way um because if i start picturing the whole thing or looking at the whole um all the days it's just overwhelming yeah i've been thinking about the biggest crime that could come out of this is to not learn anything from it yes or to learn something from it and then forget what you've learned Mm, yeah i was talking to some someone that goes to our church at serve on serve day they were there and i was talking to them and i was just like man i really want to I really don't want to have like amnesia whenever, and I, we keep saying this, it's not going to be, you know, normal as we know it, but whenever we go back to whatever. Our new normal. Our new normal. Yeah. yeah. So our new new world, same God, <laughs> which was <laughs> Pastor Tim's message title. Yeah. So for you, is there, are there specific themes or things that you have been observing or maybe learning like what's been your what's been your discovery and what are some things that you want to remember yeah I mean I think I'm still I'm still processing and kind of figuring out what I'm learning still but there are some things that have stood out to me one of the things is I think I think everyone does this and it's not um it's not bad but um this season has been a lot about like being intentional um especially with like people's birthdays which has been one of my favorite things so people who have had birthdays in um this season um a lot of us have you know been more intentional like hey how can we celebrate this person when we really can't you know put it on the calendar because you can't do it the traditional way yeah like we can't put it on the calendar and say hey we're going to a restaurant on tuesday which isn't bad but and we mean well by that but what i've learned in this season is how important it is to be intentional and how how much it means to somebody. So mm-hmm. we went, um, you and I went to um, celebrate somebody's birthday. We did like one of those like birthday poster drive-bys. Yeah. Like we had posters for somebody um, and we um, circled around the block and we had like birthday music playing um, and they were so happy. Like they said, I'm quoting them, that they said this was the best birthday they've ever had. Yeah, And it made me wonder like, you know, my thought was it's because how intentional people were like we all should we all took time out of our schedule to make these posters and get in a car and mm-hmm. drive around the block multiple times. Um, and that's the biggest thing for me this season is how important it is to be intentional and how I need to keep that same um, that mindset that of being intentional throughout the rest of my life, not just in this season where, yeah, we can't I'll go out to a restaurant, like 15 people, and I'll sit at the same table. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's just because it's, you know, we're we're forced to a new normal. Yeah. So if we had the choice, 
we'd probably just be stuck in what's comfortable. Mm-hmm. So because we're forced to a new normal, you got to get creative. Yeah. And being comfortable isn't necessarily, you're not doing anything wrong by being comfortable, but man, how much could you learn if you were able to step out and be willing to be uncomfortable for a little bit, Right, which takes a lot of courage. But and I think, you know, this season right now, we're, we're being forced to be uncomfortable, which is very strange to a lot of people because usually it's sometimes it can be a choice for us to be uncomfortable and sometimes it just happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, a choice of being uncomfortable is saying, hey, this is kind of scary for me. Like recording a podcast <laughs> is kind of scary for me. But I'm going to say, okay, let me step out and be uncomfortable because um, it could be a great learning experience experience for me. Mm-hmm. So I think we, we have choices where we can step out and be uncomfortable. And sometimes it just, you know, we have no choice. And right now it's, we have no choice yeah. in some things. So with intentionality, how do you, how do you take that with you the rest of the way? Hmm. That's something I'm still trying to figure out. Um, Cause there's, I think there's, depending on the circumstance, there's some obvious things that we can be more intentional. So like for the birthday example, like I have, um, I've seen how it has affected people in a great way, being intentional with birthdays. So I'm thinking about how can I be more intentional mm-hmm. with people's birthday? And that could be, you know, depending on what you think could be a small yeah. example. But I don't know, even with like spending time with family, I know a lot of families have been um, cooped up together, like just around each other a lot. So yeah. um, I think it's important for families to be together. Um, I also think it's important, you know, to have some space also, but, um, just being intentional with, you know, being with, you know, you, my spouse and a family. Um, I think sometimes, you know, when I think about before all of this, the staying at home, um, we, we can get really busy, just everyone in life, just putting so much stuff on the calendar. And again, it's not bad. Um, but what if we were a little bit more intentional with what we, what we did mm-hmm. we didn't say yes to everything just because we feel bad we 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 look at things and say hey maybe i need to say no to this so i can put energy and time into something that actually is really important right so like being in, being intentional with you know that could be with family so saying no to something um so you can say yes to being with your family yeah that's what i'm trying to think of too and and part of it is um with my schedule too again nothing bad with you know putting things on your schedule but um how much is actually just busyness just for the sake of being busy and how much is actually like good intentional things on your calendar yeah you and this isn't one of the areas of our marriage where we balance each other out because we both we both are like yeah we'll do it yes you know and for but i think maybe for different reasons i do it because I feel guilty if I'm not doing something. Mm-hmm. I feel I feel like I'm being lazy if I'm not being active in something. Yeah, that's so that's a I think a common mindset is I'm being lazy by mm-hmm. not doing a lot of stuff. Where does that come from, do you think? I think it's from society too. Yeah, but what what in society has told us that? I think in order to be successful you have to be busy. Yeah. Is something that um you know is, is what society has told us, which also is something that I also try to, you know, when I feel myself getting busy, I, I take a step back and say, okay, my my worth is not attached to, you know, the busyness of my life or mm-hmm. my even my work. You know, my worth my my worth is 
attached to, you know, God and Jesus, like he has created my identity mm-hmm. and um, people put their identity in their jobs, not maybe not even knowing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to take a step back sometimes because my personality too, I think plays a lot into it. Cause I, for any Enneagram folks out there here we go i'm a two here we go with the enneagram which is nate has never taken it well that's another conversation um i'm a two which is a helper with a wing three which is an achiever so in what's my, the wing can you explain the wing okay so i'm not an expert so well just do your best what's i don't the wing? i think i have and this may be incorrect so sorry people um i have tendencies on like both i guess like i i help i think two is my strongest but i have underlying threes like so I'm a, an achiever in some areas. Mm. Again, I'm not an expert, so I may be saying this wrong, but um, I love to help people. Like I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It's fun for me. It's like fulfilling for me. It's just something I love. Life-giving. Yes. Um, but I'm also an achiever. Like I love to do, you know, a good job and everything. I give 110% always, which, you know, sometimes isn't, it's great, but it also can wear you out. Um, so part of my personality too, is that, that mindset of, um, working hard and being busy because I think that's just, just part of my personality Mm -hmm. and I have to take a step back sometimes and realize, yeah, be more intentional. That's a good point. There's a difference between working hard and being busy. Yes. I can be busy and not be working hard. This is true. So, yeah, that's a really good point. Um, yeah, I, th- I think for me, like what learning, learning along the way is kind of what you alluded to was margin. Yes. In my life, and trying, trying not to have feel a sense of guilt, mm-hmm. you know, just because I don't have something every single night of the week. Yeah. But also not using that as an excuse to like not do anything. Mm-hmm. There, it's a the more the more and more I learn about life, the more I realize they're it's just they're not necessarily problems to be solved. They're tensions to be managed. Well, that's good. You know? Yeah. I didn't make that. I forget who told me that. I think, oh, okay. I was like, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. I, forget, I was gonna steal that. <laughs> I forget where I heard it. Uh, I think it was Pastor Charlie. Honestly. Sounds like Pastor Charlie. Yeah, but it's man of wisdom. It's uh, yeah. There, there's no right or wrong to some things. There, there's no solution. Sometimes you just need to manage the tension and figure out what works best. And sometimes it doesn't, that, that, that's the hardest part for me. That's the part of life that I don't enjoy is sometimes the solution or the tension that you manage or the way that you learn how to manage the tension in a certain moment won't translate to the next moment. Yeah. So you're constant. And that's what managing the tension is, I guess, at its truest form is you're constantly checking i would rather just check the box and say okay that's figured out Mm -hmm. i know how to do that you know yeah and in some practical things in life i guess that's i guess that's true but uh there is a sense to where it's 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 just a constant it's a constant thing to monitor there are certain things that you need to monitor constantly yeah, but I think also because the circumstances are always the same, it's a great way to learn, even though it's really difficult. What do you mean? Like managing those situations, like you were just saying, like you you say you have it figured out this one moment and then the next situation is different. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
yeah, I think it's a great learning learning experience. You just get, it's like, I don't know. This is a silly example, like going to the gym. Like you get stronger and stronger. You yeah. keep moving up into different, I don't know, situations. No, that's true. Yeah. So, Pastor Tim, first of all, I wanted to talk about this at the beginning, but we just kind of got right into it, which is good. The like, I wish there was an organ when when he was preaching. <laughs> <laughs> there should have definitely been an organ in the background. I mean the 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 keyboard's great and all with mm-hmm. the pad, but what he was going for, I just wish the guy would have switched to straight organ. That would have been amazing, and just gone with him the whole time. Yeah, it was great because we, you and I, kind of talked a little bit about it, the message this morning. I think what he was, he, Pastor Tim obviously knew what he was doing in the sense that he was just trying to remind us of some things. Yeah. And trying to just be very encouraging. Like there wasn't, there wasn't like this deep digging or mining for some profound gold. Mm -hmm. He was just trying to speak some simple biblical truths that we forget. And that's so easy to forget. And man, I think we lose that in our lives because we're searching for the next, the next profound thought. Yeah. And I think especially during this time, we need just those simple reminders. Right. Um, because one of the ones that he, I wrote down was God promises to guide you when you're confused, which is like the one I need, you know, in this yeah. season right now. Um, but I think, I think we as people just, lose sight of those simple truths because we have so much so much going on around us um our world is filled with so much like like noise Mm -hmm. like all the the images and just life and everything just consumes us so we start focusing on that stuff and take our focus off of these simple promises of god and i think he did a great job of reminding us of these um these promises that um we i don't think is are new to people but it's just a reminder. It's just like reminding a kid that like, hey, I love you. I love you. I mm-hmm. love you. You say that every single time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, every every chance you get, you tell somebody you love them. Um, well, look at look at the like, look at his points. God's promise. God promises to guide you when you're confused. Mm-hmm. God promises to help you when you're tempted. God promises to st- to support you when you're in trouble. God promises to repay those who hurt you. God promises to keep you until his return. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stuff we've stuff we've all heard and stuff that we say that we stand on. Mm-hmm. Truths that we say that we stand on, but do we really? Yeah. Like whenever we're whenever we're facing decisions, do we really remember that God promises to guide us when we're confused about decisions? Yeah. Or do we panic? And I think for some people, you know, especially people who are new in their faith, they have lived their lives with, especially with, you know, the panicking and the stressing of life, the stressful moments of life. They think, okay, how can I fix this? Um, Instead of, you know, asking God to come into that moment and say, okay, please help me. I'm confused. I'm stressed. Can you take over the situation? So I think a lot of it, it also is, I, I, I use this analogy as like retraining your brain. You're retraining yourself to instead of thinking first, how can I fix this? To let me ask God to come into the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think 
I think, and I think you've that's, had to do that. Right? Yeah, that's I've had to do that too because, um, you know, in the past and and still now, I I struggled with anxiety. It used to be a lot worse, and it's gotten a lot better. Um, and that was one of the things because I would get so stressed out in some situations where I, um, depending if it was work or whatever, I would get stressed out, so stressed out, and it was kind of silly to get so stressed out. But I would have to. I've had to almost like retrain my brain like I was saying and, and say okay I I'm stressed and that's okay I'm it's okay to feel this this feeling but let me ask God to come into the situation and help me figure this out because you know he talks about like you know his yoke is light like I don't want the burden of the stress on my shoulders let me bring God alongside me to take some of that burden um, and make it lighter for me mm-hmm. you know why wouldn't I ask him to help me yeah so but again like I know that you know, one of the one of the um, the points was God promises to support me when I'm in trouble. I know that, but I sometimes just forget it in the craziness of day to day life. Yeah, because your default is to go back to I got to figure this out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I love that he talked about these truths as a reminder for us. And I think whether you're new in your faith or you've been. You're well-seasoned is how I like to say it. Um, we, all of us need this reminder. Mm-hmm. I think life can just overwhelm anybody. Um, and these reminders are things that we need to constantly put on a post-it note or something, put it up somewhere. Um, and his message too, it was something that I want to continue to, even when I'm out of this season of, you know, whatever you want to call it, COVID or whatever. Quarantine. <laughs> Quarantine. Um, to remember these truths because you know, life can still be difficult. Um, it's just, it's just life, you know, and we need to remember these as well, not just in this moment. Mm -hmm. One thing, uh, that I wanted to touch on that I did find was a little, was new in what pastor Tim was talking about. He, in his point about God promises to help, uh, when you're tempted, he said, one of his temptations is to settle for less. Mm. Usually we think of temptation as like sin. Yeah. Which I'm sure you could probably trace back settling for less to some sort of sin or what, like not trusting God or, or leaning on your own understanding or whatnot. But yeah. Man, that, that hit home for me because especially now it can be really tempting to kind of just settle mm-hmm. and just, wait it out and not try and pursue not try and get better yeah or pursue new things or to progress it's almost like being in a holding pattern can uh what am i trying to say just to just not settle you know and 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 being in this holding pattern can kind of you can creep into that or you can get into that pattern without realizing it that you're not really moving forward. Yeah. And I think I keep going to the right now, which is, again, the COVID stuff and the season we're in right now. But I think right now that has been the biggest thing for me, for a lot of people is because we want to go back to the quote unquote normal Mm -hmm. life that we used to have before all of this. So we're I think a lot of us, including myself, we're, we can tend to want to settle for the things that, because 
we don't we're tired mm-hmm. and i think a lot of it is the um the screen fatigue i guess like the everyone's like a lot of people are working from home and um they're just always on the computer and i know we're on the computer at work too but it's different when you you don't get to really see a lot of people mm-hmm. um when you're working from home um or everything's like online all that stuff i think people are we're settling for things because we're tired mm-hmm. um and i think right now it's instead of pushing through you mean yes and I think it's totally, you know, I think there's grace for that yeah. because some days we just, just need to chill out. Yeah. I just need to like relax yeah. um, and just let my brain just like almost like zone out because I've been thinking so much. Yeah. Um, but I think if we stay in that, that could be the area that's, that could be the, like the moment that's not really great, like settling for, well, this is what it is right now. So we're just going to. We're just going to sit here mm-hmm. instead of saying, okay, this is where we're at right now. It's not great. It's not ideal. It's not what I imagined, but let's push through it. Let's look at the positive things. What can we do? You know, yeah. what can we do um, to help people? I don't know. Like there's so many things that we could, you know, again, push out of our comfort zone mm-hmm. um, and not settle for just laying around all day. Yeah. And some days you need to though. Yeah. yeah. Um. This is going to be a first in after the message hist. Well, as as since I've been doing after the message, this is going to be a first. I need to fix this mic, so we're going to take a quick. We're not going to take a commercial break, but we're going to take a quick break. Okay. Because we have some new equipment, and I need to fix it because it's leaning, and I'm afraid it's going to fall. Okay. All right. All right, we're back. We are back. So, okay, I didn't tell the whole truth. I told some of the truth. Okay. I don't like to think that. <laughs> what? I had to go to the bathroom, too. Okay, well, we don't have to tell people that. Well, that's what happens when you chug water right before you start recording. Okay. So, I, I did fix the mic. The mic is now at a more sturdy level, but I also had good. to use the restroom. Okay. You're ready to move on. We can on, keep aren't going, you? yeah. Well, we're, we were talking about not settling. settling. Yeah, or not settling. Yeah. Do you feel like you're settling? Um, hmm. That's a good question. I want to say I'm sure in some areas. Yeah. I can't, nothing is popping up like super we've, obvious. We've, we've started to try and be a little, have a little bit more of a healthier lifestyle. Oh, that's true. Physically. Yeah. We, with. Because when all of this first happened, I was making lasagna, <laughs> cookies, cakes, cupcakes, a I mean, dessert. The quarantine fifteen, like that, we we were gonna surpass that <laughs> at that rate. Yeah, it was gonna be like oh, lots of bread too. Homemade the quarantine bread. quadrupled. <laughs> I yeah, no, it was gonna be a lot. It was dangerous. I had to stop. But yeah, so. Yeah, we've been working out, which is nice. Yeah. Going on runs. Yeah, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Yeah. We're loving the Lord our God with our strength. Okay. I don't know about that. I'll but, preach that. But yeah, so I guess I I think for me the beginning was comfort food and mm-hmm. just because it was everything was kind of crazy and I'm like, I need something that's going to make me happy. And obviously Jesus makes me happy, but like also food. <laughs> I love like a good thing of lasagna it's one of my favorite things to eat yeah i heard somebody say the other day that uh 
the Bible commands us to feast more than it does to fast. Oh my gosh. And I said, amen. Isn't that Pastor Brian? Yeah. Yeah. Team conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do like that. So, amen to that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What else you got for me? I don't know. What else you got for me? What do you want to know? What are you discovering this season? You asked me, so. Yeah, I mean, I, kind of, I think what I said earlier was the importance of margin. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, really, really just want to, I almost want to bottle up some of my thoughts or feelings and take them with me throughout life. When it comes to slowing down. Yeah. Because I feel like we'll get back into the new normal, quote unquote, new normal, Mm -hmm. and just fall right back into the same pattern. Yeah. That's what I'm scared of. Yeah. Okay. I want to give everybody a challenge who's listening. Um, I'm listening. You're listening and whoever else is listening. Um, I would challenge you all to take like a journal or something that you have lying around dollar store has some great ones too um i love the dollar store (laughs) always thrifty they've got um little journals but i'm gonna i'm also gonna do this starting today is i'm gonna write down the date um, today's date and then write down something i've discovered that day Mm -hmm. how big or how small it is so that you can take almost like you're bottling that up you're putting it in a notebook and writing it down to refer back to later on when life gets to whatever the new normal is going to be um, and to look back on it and reflect it because I think, you know, you can process it in your mind and think, okay, this is what I've discovered, but, I mean, I forget things. Yeah, but I want to feel it. Well, I mean. Like, I have a five-year journal. Yeah. And if you don't know what a five-year journal is, it's basically where you, it sounds like it would be ginormous to use a gen word, ginormous. Ginormous. But it's not. It's just a it's just the size of a standard book and it has each page is the date. Mm-hmm. So what's today's date? We're recording this July 14th. So it has July 14th like five different section paragraph mm-hmm. sections of it so that you can look back and see But I think also like reading it almost like reading memories or things that have happened in the past can it like stir emotions in you yeah almost like bottling those emotions up yeah and i know for me i'm not the best journaler i wish i was better at it um but even the, the few times i have journaled i'll look back at that stuff and i remember the time i was in um you know i have it dated and stuff and you know i describe what's going on so i know the time that it was and what i was feeling and i can almost you know, remember those emotions. And sometimes mm-hmm. they're good and sometimes they're not super great. But I think writing it down can help, um, like, stir those emotions up in you so you remember later on. That's the closest thing I can think of of bottling your emotions is writing it down. So that's my challenge to everybody and myself. I'm going to start it today is write down the date, take a notebook, write down the date, um, and write down something you've discovered yeah. that day. And break it up in days so it's a little easier. And if you haven't discovered anything in that day, it's totally fine. I yeah. think I don't think you discover something every single day, but yeah. it could be something small like I learned how to fold fitted sheets. I think that's a great discovery. That is a monumental 
thing to jot down. Yeah. I don't. I've heard you can do it. Yes, you can. Have you ever done it? Um, Once. I watched a video. Yeah. But I think even something, I mean, that sounds really silly, but that in this time right now, I think even those little tiny like silly discoveries is just a little bit of um, just like a mood booster. Mm -hmm. But also there could be some really great like big discoveries too. Um, or things that you would classify quote unquote as big, mm-hmm. like, you know, Hey, I want to be more intentional with things in my life. Like yeah. I said earlier. So yeah. I think just writing it down is great. One thing I, I really wanted to get your opinion on. Okay. God promises to repay those who hurt us. Oh yeah. That one was intense. <laughs> I mean, it's in the Bible. You, we can, you know, what we can, we can talk this. about it. Yeah. So I think, I think the thing behind that is to not harbor like anger bitterness bitterness, frustration towards somebody i think that helps us to um those emotions to go away because that stuff will like i hate this word but like fester Mm -hmm. if why do you hate that word i don't know just like i think of like oh you don't like the sound of it no like i think of like a wound yeah so but it's true like i think i think especially that point um is and this is my opinion um i think it is so that we don't let that grow inside of us that anger and frustration towards a person we say okay god is going to handle it i can then step away and take my hands off of it and not even think about it anymore or have those emotions and feelings towards that person so i think it sounds kind of like i don't know intense yeah harsh but i think we can look at it and i think there's a lot of ways you can look at it again that's my opinion and perspective on it yeah i mean the bible says it I believe it. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Um, along the same lines, like it's good to know that sometimes we look at like Prince Charming Jesus, and we don't look at like the the entire like all sides, the like holistic view of God, the table flipping Jesus, yeah. which is one of my favorites. Yeah. Like some we sometimes we we don't we don't want to we don't dwell on those things as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's good to know that like God's got my back. Yeah. And ultimately, I think we just want to see people that hurt us. And when I say hurt us, I don't mean, I don't know at what level God decides to repay someone, <laughs> but I don't mean just some, something minimal, but, like deep wounds, you know, or some some somebody that has attacked us or whatnot. Yeah. Has called us has caused us real pain. It's just good to know that that he's got our back in that. Yeah. And I and again, this is my perspective. I also like to think that, you know, that repaying isn't always like something I don't know. Something Well, that's what I was trying to say is we just want to see it happen. Yeah. Like naturally, we want to we want to make sure like they got theirs coming, mm-hmm. and, and we were there to witness it. You may not ever see or know what happened, mm-hmm. and maybe there and the, maybe the way that God repays someone is not the way that you would do it. It's probably not the way that you would do it, but it's the wisest way to do it, right? And the most effective because if you did it, all it may do is lead to more issue. Well, that's what I was going to say is I think God repays people um, so that they they almost understand and 
experience not experience but like understanding that yeah they feel what they did in a way like they if you were hurt by somebody whether it was you know with words or whatever um and you have that hurt in your heart they may like you know realize what that actually feels like and ultimately change for Mm -hmm. good is what i you know when i think of how god is going to repay them like they're going to feel that pain but also ultimately get better and be better people because we all want to i mean even your enemies or whatever you would call them people that wrong you um i mean ultimately we should god says even you know love your enemies Mm -hmm. so ultimately we want people who hurt us in whatever way that is to hopefully you know learn from it and that can be a really touchy subject though because there are a lot of things that a lot of hurts and stuff so it gets real you know it gets real messy and stuff and you know i i mean no offense when i say that with their you know people who have had um really traumatic we're not trying to minimalize yes never minimalize it or or diminish it or say like it it wasn't a big deal those are huge things Mm -hmm. um but like you said ultimately god is going to handle that stuff and whatever way he thinks is best Mm -hmm. which may not be what we want yeah but yeah i think that's that's what true reliance and trust and faith really is is to just ultimately give it to god not in a not in a passive way like whatever god will take care of it but just almost in the you know a restful way yeah and i think of when they're things that are literally out of our hands like we have no control over it yeah giving also the giving that to god so that we the emotions don't like dwell on us and like almost like suffocate us yeah and hold us and push us down yeah yeah i mean all of these things have have to do everything that pastor tim was was talking about and all of his points god's promises to us i mean they have to do mainly with proximity Mm. to God and remembering remembering how close God actually is yeah and if I'm honest with you that's probably one of the hardest aspects of the Christian walk to me is to constantly remind myself how close God actually is yeah I think that's a common thing for a lot of people in my my experiences that you see so much bad in the world Mm -hmm. or things that make me like really sad and sometimes you know the the thought creeps into your mind is like man god where are you in this situation this situation that's really bad and and is just really messed up and makes people really upset. Like, where are you in that situation? So it's hard when you don't necessarily see God in those situations, mm-hmm. which I do not think that means God is not in those situations. Mm-hmm. I think God is still in those situations. I think, and you know, that's the mystery of God is we don't, we cannot, we don't know and understand everything. So God is working in ways that we cannot see or understand sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I, and that's what I try to tell myself too when I get, those thoughts into my mind of man is God even in this horrible situation I try to think okay God is because I have faith and trust that he is in in every situation um and he works in ways that I do not see or understand and he's working in this even if I don't really see it right now right so I and that goes back to like you know just reminding myself 
because I think that's a constant thing because the world is pretty crazy and Mm -hmm. there's a lot of messed up and sad things that happen. So having to constantly remind yourself that God is in those situations. And that was one of the, that was one of the great things about Pastor Tim's message. I didn't, I didn't have to sit there and I didn't have to sit there and just like think through everything that he said. I could just receive, mm-hmm. I could receive the reminder yeah. almost. And I was, I was challenged in a way where he didn't have to tell me, Hey, I want to challenge you mm-hmm. with it. Like I was challenged in a way where it was a, just a natural response to what he was saying because he was simply stating God's promises. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And more often than not, I can want I can want to walk away from a sermon uh just almost like almost struck in a way to where oh my gosh that was the best thing in the world that I've ever yeah and and you know I have the greatest notes and you know I (laughs) I don't have anything to post to but if I did like I'm gonna post these yeah Nate has no social media so which is great it was just nice to be able to I don't know just be encouraged and uplifted and in simple truths and and it truly did do I'm not just saying like it truly did do that for me even listening I listened to it a second time to get to prepare for this it truly did encourage me like some of the things that I have been worrying about or some of the things that I've been stressing about, he spoke right to it by just stating simple truths Mm -hmm. and reading scripture over my life. Yeah. And sometimes we think the, we forget that the quote unquote, like simplest things can also be the most meaningful or impactful. Mm -hmm. And we sometimes just brush those aside. Cause we've heard it before. Because we've heard it before and we think, Oh yeah, well I know this already. It's fine. But what if it's a reminder for you in the season that you're in right now? Mm-hmm. And as, again, quoting simple as it might sound or seem, it's it's something that is going to be super impactful for you right now in this season. Yeah. And to just, just, just to listen. Yeah. Simple doesn't mean easy. That's true. So the things that he was saying and the promises that he was stating aren't necessarily just easy to implement or easy to recall Mm -hmm. but they are simple truths yeah i mean because when you think about god will be with me every step of the way when you're in like a really difficult situation i don't remember that yeah it doesn't sound simple because your situation is very you know it could be really difficult really complex and that simple line simple truth doesn't seem so simple anymore yeah when you're in those situations yeah what are what are some things that you've done where you're able to look back and go, I actually handled that pretty well? Anything? Like, can I think if I not like, necessarily like a specific moment or example, but when you look back and you think, man, that could have been a whole heck of a lot worse if I didn't do X, Y, Z. Yeah, I mean, if I'm honest, what stands out to me the most is the situations I did not handle well. Yeah, but I have seen that in those situations and i think that's natural for everybody we all have moments where we just don't handle things well Mm -hmm. the stress of life and just just everything gets to us and we just you know say or do something that we didn't really mean or want to say but anyway those moments stick out to me more because i take those as 
points in my life where I said, okay, this happened and I'm not going to let it happen anymore. Mm -hmm. And I remember a situation that never happened after that. So I think of it as like a learning experience. So I can't think of a situation where I'm like, man, I handled that so well because I've taken that one situation that wasn't great um, and learned from it and it has never happened again. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it does. Yeah. But I can't think of anything like super specific that I'm like, man, that was great. Well, I mean, that's a great way to answer that question is yeah. is to kind of flip that question on its head and say, well, I don't really recall or I don't necessarily, I can't pinpoint, oh, this is what I'm doing right, but I can definitely pinpoint what I'm doing wrong. Yeah, and I don't say that in like a negative way as like, oh man, I'm looking at all the bad things I've done no, yeah. or the, the, the way I handle things incorrectly. I'm using it as like, man, that situation has never happened again because I have learned from that. And I've never wanted to do that again mm -hmm. or handle it that way, whatever you want to say. Um, and it has never happened before. Yeah. And I use those as not not a way to like bring me back to where I used to be, to, but as like a, a learning point and a reminder that, man, I'm, I'm, I've gotten so much better. Mm -hmm. Or I've been able to handle situations so much better. Yeah. Because look at that situation, it never happened again. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Anything else? I, I think that's it. I don't know. <laughs> My first podcast, probably the last one. No way. <laughs> this was good. I mean, we could keep talking. I don't know how much people would really want to keep listening. but I, Yeah, we're good. I have no idea what I'm doing, so it's fine. <laughs> Thanks for doing this. Yeah. Love you. Love you. All right. Okay. Thank you for joining us for After the Message. To learn more about Celebration Church here in Orlando, you can follow us on social media under the handle at CelebrationORL or visit our website at celebrationorl.org.